Scott, I love the dulcet tones of the German national anthem to signify that it is Monday night, we are live, or it's Tuesday morning, and you're listening to us back. Welcome to the Bundesliga show. Myself, Gav Mack, and the boy Deva. How are you, son? Boy Deva in the house. I'm all good, buddy. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. We've had some lovely, very interesting Bundesliga football this weekend as well. And uh, We've had we some football. Gonna... That's a start. We have had football, and we should start with... Um, condolences to the royal family and most of uh, the British public um, at the passing of uh, Her Majesty uh, Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Um, let's talk some German football. Let's get it done because we had some live stuff on our shores, if you are listening to us in the UK, of course, um, during lockdown hours, which doesn't tend to happen. And it so happened to be Bayern Munich. But other things have happened this week. We've had two manager casualties. We've now seen the the big boys or the little boys, if you want to call it that, from Berlin sitting on top of the league. Should we start with the managers, first of all? Let's start with the managers. Go on, yeah, why not? So, yeah, so um, Tedesco from Leipzig has, has lost his job. Was, was that a little bit too soon, do you think? Or was that the right decision? I, you know, part of me thinks that that decision was made simply because of who was available and who ended up taking it. Um, I think mm. if Marco Rosa wasn't still available, Tedesco might have got a little bit more time. But I think Marco Rosa is, um, I mean, he's familiar to the whole Red Bull family. Mm. Um, he, he's done a wonderful job elsewhere. Uh, he's a good young manager, and I think he's a great fit for the Leipzig model. And I think if he wasn't available, Tedesco may have got a few more weeks. But I think as yeah. it was, they probably thought, we need to act now because sooner or later he's not going to be there. So let's get rid of him. I've got a lot of time for Marco Rosa. You know that anyway. I thought he got given a, a tough hand when he was at Dortmund. But there was also Thomas Tuchel that could have been available if they waited maybe another day or two. I don't know if Tuchel would have been a good fit for Leipzig, to be honest with you. Um, I think... We saw the football that he, he played at, at Chelsea. Many Chelsea fans are not happy with the style of football he brought. I think with the... Well, maybe, because I think defensively, Leipzig have been a bit shaky at times. They've been, but they've been rotten at the back. They have. But I think generally they play a bit more of a swashbuckling kind of football and kind of have for a while. I think Tuchel going there may have shored them up defensively, but I don't think that's the kind of model that they're looking for. Um, at Leipzig, I think Marco Rosa will give them a bit more of an exciting brand of football. Yeah, and um, Thomas Rice, he's he's been sacked from from Bochum. Interesting one that one because he was linked and wanted to talk to Schalke at the beginning of the season, and that was blocked. Then asked for a new contract, didn't get one. Started the season badly, no wins, no no anything in the opening six games. So it's, it's not looking good for Bocca early doors. It's not, but clearly that relationship was toxic. Um, so it may, it may just be a case of let's get that out of the way. That's history. Let's get someone in and let's actually try and put some points on the board because, you know, Bochum, a lot of people thought they wouldn't make it um, last season. They wouldn't stay up last season. Ended up doing so quite comfortably in the end. Um, I don't think their team's that much worse this season, to be fair. I think with a new fresh start, they might be able to do a little something, something. 
but they don't want to fall too far behind. Um, so I think yeah. they made the right call uh, at this time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Man Like Taps is tuned and is watching on YouTube. You can watch us uh, on YouTube, uh, Facebook or on our Twitter page right now. Um, or you can listen to us at a later date via Spotify. Um, and he agrees um, with you, Devo. He says that he can't see Tuchel um, at Leipzig. Um, I, I was looking at a big name. Can you attract um, a, a different type of brand of football? Can they sort it out defensively? I think that's something that they need to start looking at personally. But um, a, a winning start for Marco Rosa, a 3-0 win over Dortmund. And Dortmund would have been looking at that game as thinking, well, prior to that, thinking, oh, I fancy Leipzig today. And it's just not quite worked out for them. Football's a fun old game, isn't it? Football's a funny old game. Um, they look terrible uh, in the Champions League. Get rid of Tedesco. Marco Rosa comes in. Absolute different beast that Dortmund mm. faced. Um, Marco Rosa in his first game back, funny enough, against this side that sacked him not too long ago as well. Yeah. And so they would have been fired up. And you can see that from the very beginning. They were all over Dortmund. I think Dortmund had four shots, none on target throughout the whole game. Leipzig yeah. were all over them um, and ran out 3-0 winners quite easily to be honest and quite yeah, it was, it was walking the park really weren't it now I've, i feel like another manager will go and will go very soon i said before the world cup but i can see it in the next couple of games if i'm honest we spoke about it on last week's show siwane um i think that's why flo's not here today because he doesn't have to deal with the slander it's not looking good for leipzig uh for uh for leverkusen whatsoever um, another def- um, another um, set of points dropped this time at Hertha Berlin, which is is shocking in my opinion. They were two one down for a minute as well before uh, Patrick Schick or um, Patrick Stylish, I like to call him, um, <laughs> because that's his uh, that's his name in in translation in German. If he wasn't for yeah. him, good luck could, have been well. bad. could have been bad. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't put my finger on what's going on at Leverkusen. Um, I don't know if it's a thing they've down tools for the manager or I don't know, because last season things were going well. Um, Leverkusen did well under this coach. Um, this year, nothing seems to have clicked from nothing. They haven't really lost anyone who I'd say was was key. They kept the RB, kept Schick, two key guys last season. Um, They've you know, kept Tatsoba, they've kept um, Frimpong, you know, Demo Bai still yeah. there, still waiting for Wirtz to come back. But That's the only one. That's the only one I would say, but Wirtz isn't going to fix your defence. And that seems yeah. to be the issue for Leverkusen. They're leaking goals. Um, yeah. Something needs to happen, and something needs to happen quick, or he will lose his job in, in the next few weeks. Um, I wouldn't he's be surprised. He's, ne- he's next for me. I wouldn't be surprised by the time that this goes out that he, he, <laughs> on, on, on Spotify tomorrow morning, that he'll be gone by then. They've got Atletico Madrid in the Champions League next. Let's see what happens in that. See, it is at the at the Bayer Arena, but then after that, they've got uh, Werder Bremen at home. Then it's the international break. They then face uh, Bayern away. They've got Porto in the cup, then they've got Schalke. So 
we everybody knows that that first international break is where we see a lot of casualties in world football anyway. Mm-hmm. So that could be the right time. Maybe a tuckle go in there. I, I think Tuchel might see himself a bit bigger than Leverkusen. I think he might be holding out for something slightly larger. The only problem is I can't really think of any big clubs that are, you know, dicey at the moment. Um, so he everyone might just have to be a bit of an extended break. Yeah, yeah, everyone seems pretty set. So I don't know. But uh, bigger yeah. Leverkusen, I think that you said the next game was Bremen in the league, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, Bremen have only failed to score two goals in a game once this season, and that was at this yeah. weekend. So and they look at the end as well, just Brain in case if, if it goes wrong and they're 1-0 down, 2-0 down on 89 minutes, back them to score two goals because they've done it. <laughs> they, they, love, they love a late goal to Bremen, don't they? It's yeah. mad. Yeah, they couldn't oh, find one this weekend though. No, not this weekend. But um, one team that, you know, like Acabusters, I don't even bother. I don't even bother doing it anymore. But, Acabusters of like putting PSG in your Acker or Bayern in your Acker. Bayern at home against Stuttgart, who, you know, two seasons ago, great away from home mm-hmm. until awful at home. Um, awful at home last season, very up and down, scraped relegation at the back of the, with the, with the, in their teeth. They've been a bit up and down so far this season, but no one would have expected them to, to walk away from. Uh, from Munich with with a point. Yeah, um, great point for Stuttgart. Um, I'm not sure about the penalty uh, that got them that point right at the end. I felt a little bit sorry for Delir. Um, yeah. But it is what it is. It was given and Jurassic put it away brilliantly. Um, massive point for Stuttgart. They still haven't won a game this season. But um, no, I've know, massive point away from, uh, massive point away from home. Uh, against Bayern side, who have now drawn three on the bounce. So, uh, interesting times at Bayern. Maybe two cool goes in there if Nagelsmann doesn't make it. <laughs> yeah, well, I did I did call at the beginning of the season that I didn't see Nagelsmann doing stuff. Like, they've got the team, they've got, they've got everything there. It's not a Lewandowski job. They did make uh, a lot of changes. You know, there was a lot of people arrested ahead of this game. Uh-huh. Let's just see, because... We've seen it before where Bayern have a, a bit of a wobble at the beginning of the season and then win 18 straight and, you know, yeah. win the league by Christmas. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how he gets on. But, um, yeah, I, I think um, massive point for Stuttgart. And Bayern, you know, I feel like Bayern are quite lucky because as much as I love Freiburg, as much as I love Union Berlin, they're not the two that you want to challenge Bayern, are they? They're not going to stick it out. And maybe I'm wrong, but they're not going to stick it out to the end. This is where you want Dortmund to have a nine-point lead at this stage yeah. to give them a chance. So yeah. I think Bayern will be all right. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I want to talk about Delict. Um, I'm, I, I do think it was a little bit harsher in a way that pen, but at the same time, I see why it was given. Twitter is a dangerous place. We all know that, but he's been getting cussed out hard as Delict. What are your thoughts on him as a player as a whole? I like him. I think the Juventus move on the face of things, on the surface, seemed like it would be a good move. As a defensive player, going to Serie A, as, you know, 
Chiellini there, Bonucci, you're learning from two of the very best. You know what I mean? Um, but the pressure on him to replace one of those two was huge. And mm. I think that Ajax squad, none of them really have excelled after leaving no, no. Ajax. Um, it's strange. Such a talented team. They've all gone elsewhere and they've all kind of struggled. And mm. I think being a centre-back and being a, you know, a captain at 19 is mental. Going to Juve and a league where most of the best players there reach their peak 30 upwards, I think they need a bit of patience with him. But you're not afforded that at Juve, especially when they were as bad as they were in the last couple of years. So I think this is a chance for him to really grow as a footballer. Um, this is a league where you may find it a little bit easier. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that the league's bad, but I think you might find it a little bit easier because Bayern will be winning games pretty much every week, although they've drawn three in a row. But I think he will maybe this season struggle. Next season, you'll start to see him excel. And I think he will go down as a very good centre-back by the end of his career. To see, what is he, 24, 23, 24 now? As a centre-back, that's still pretty young. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, yeah. He is still pretty young, but there is one player who I... I I bigged him up hard and um, Arsenal were linked with him for ages and then every other big club were linked with him. I got upset because we wouldn't ever get a chance to sign him. <laughs> he ends up going to Bayern and we are talking about Upper Meccano. I do not fancy him at all anymore. I really don't. The moment that he made his announcement that he was going to be leaving Leipzig to join Bayern München, I was like, what have you done here? What have you done? His whole, everything about him changed. His composure went. His pace was the only thing that kept him. His head and ability went. His passing rage went. Everything that, that made him the beast left his soul. And it made no sense to me. I think Canate, I thought Canate was better than Meccano anyway. But he was, yeah. I, 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 yeah, he was. But like oh. everyone was on about Evan Meccano for he was the one that was linked. He was the one in the media. No one was talking about Canate. And I said it to enough of my Liverpool friend, uh, pal friends, uh, fan pals. And I was like, this is the guy. If you sign him, I'm worried. And every time Canate has put on a, a, a red shirt for Liverpool, he's delivered something, whether it be a clean sheet, some big tackles, the composure, passing lane. Um, big goals in big moments. He's done all that. Upper Meccano hasn't done that. And it, it, worried, it worries think, me a little bit about his career. I think the key word that you used there was composure. I feel it's something that he seems to lack. Um, he's he's very much gung-ho, all-action defender. If the ball's down, I'm going to try and win it. Rather than sometimes you just have to stand him out and mm. say, okay, beat me. Upper Meccano wants to nip and get the ball and all those kind of things. And it's like, you know, um, as much as everyone digs out Van Dyke for, for not engaging sometimes, you got to just hold a man up. Say, all right, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Beat me. And if you could beat me, then fair enough. But um, Upper Meccano tried to jump in and he, he beat himself. And now he's he's 20 hours down the pitch and he's, he's trying to use his pace to get back. Um, but I think if once he learns that composure, he he's still got it in him to be a very good defender. But I agree with you, I think. From his early days at Leipzig, he looked great. And then he kind of had a wobble, got the move to Bayern, and he's never really found his feet. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, should we talk about the big boys then? The proper big boys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Berlin. 
Top of the league. Top of the league. The outer forest. The outer forest is doing bits. Honestly, it is moving. I'm so gutted they lost in the Champions League last week. Um, Champions League. Getting ahead of myself. Season one. They they, they, they changed changed the team. They rested a lot of players for that game. And that's what the group stages is at the moment. It's mad that Union Berlin resting players. (laughs) (laughs) You just want to get through the groups and then you start taking it seriously. Mate, like if they, yeah, because the thing is, if they, as long as they come third, they're guaranteed European football for the back end of the season. And Cologne, you know, they've had a good start to the season. They're due all right last season as well. You know, they're, they're seventh, you know, they're, um, it's only their, um, it's their first defeat of the season that they suffered at the weekend. And it was an Oggy that did it, you know? Um, yeah, I, well, I watched this game live and um, Union is just different. They're built differently. They are if, the, the classic of what, what German is, isn't it? Robust, <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> Efficient, safe, um, you know, like it's just have the best XP in the, in the league. They're more yeah. efficient than and then buying in front of goal at the moment. Yeah. Um, it was a good game, it was a good game. Um, I, I watched a bit of that game as well. Um, it, it was a very entertaining game, but, but quite um tactical. I thought they both kind of you know throwing blows at each other and kind of um both defending pretty well. And it was that one, I wouldn't even say it was a mistake because he was just trying to cut out the cross. But it's that one thing that separated the two sides. But I think it was a very good game of football. Two sides really um, cancelled each other out, but in an entertaining way. You know, they were both really going for it and just couldn't really break each other down. Um, But yeah, good advert for the Bundesliga, I thought. Yeah, um, every game is a good advert for the Bundesliga, unless it's involving Schalke or Bochum, um, who actually played a really... (laughs) Had a really good game on Friday night. So um, this 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 week's section is a little bit um, forlorn. Schalke are shite. No, they're actually really good. <laughs> they're really good. I really enjoyed that game. It's from Friday night, and um, Schalke were were fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can't even say it properly. Look, Honestly, everyone gets one really well. Yeah, everyone gets one. Yeah. You know, there's 34 games, yeah. so you're allowed one good game, and this is theirs. It's, and they'll, they'll have another one when they play Bochum away. I'm pretty sure. So, Bochum are bollocks, aren't they? They're awful. <laughs> um, how they are a Bundesliga side, what they did last year, they just secure points at times when they needed to against poor opposition and they got away with it. Schalke, on the other hand, they're just trying to, I don't know, they're just trying to, you know, sil- are they trying to silence critics or something? I, I don't know. It's just... I think Schalke are just what trying to find their feet again in the Bundesliga. They, they, they're, they're a much better side than they were because the whole club was a shambles that year. Yeah. There was problems at the top. They were hemorrhaging money, selling players left, right and centre. Towards the end of that season. Um, and then that, those kids played in the Zweier Bundesliga, uh, which matured a lot of them. They brought in some experienced players. Simon Tarodo scored some goals at that level. Um, you know, Dominic Drackler has come in. He's, he's an experienced player. Um, 
and I feel like they're in much better shape to to actually put in a decent shift this season. Uh, I still don't fancy them to do pull up any trees, but I think they'll stay up mainly because Bochum. I think I feel for them. It depends which manager comes in. Maybe they can put their head above water. And I think uh, to Berlin, it might be their time. Yeah, uh, yeah, her to a guy and down. Where what, so are you saying Schalke is all going to go down? Or are they are they sixteenth spotter? Schalke sixteenth, maybe. I think for me, it's between Bochum, Schalke, Augsburg, uh, and Hertha Berlin. I think Augsburg are going to be all right. You know, I really do. Or maybe it's just because I love their kits. But they they got a great result of the weekend as well. So yeah. I don't know. I, I I think that I think they'll be all right. They beat Bremen away from home, and Demirovic on the hour mark. So, I don't know. I don't That's know. a good game of football as well. What's that one? Yeah. Yeah. Werder yeah. very unlucky not to get a point out of that. Um, mm. But, yeah, a good win for Augsburg. But I, I do fear for them. I think they have way too many off days. And um, when they're off, they're really off. Mm. So, I, I fear for them this season. I do. Yeah. Um, did you watch the Freiburg and Gladbach game? Because I'll tell you one thing, I'll be honest with you, I did not. I was so knackered on Sunday and I wanted to make sure that I was able to survive the whole of red zone. So <laughs> I I had it, I, I literally, I, fit, I, I watched the final whistle in the uh, Union game and I shut my eyes and I woke up at <laughs> five to six and I put it on Sky Sports Mix. Oh, Liverpool didn't even realise and uh, yeah, and then I, I felt super refreshed, you know. So I, I saw bits and pieces, I was able to dip in and out of it between having to watch, you know, kids' programs. Um, so I saw little bits, and from what I did see, watching guys back, both teams actually, I think, um, missed some really good chances. Um, I mean, guys back probably had the better chances, I think. Um, if Marcus Turan wasn't so tunnel vision, they would have won that game 1 0. Uh, he mm. could have just laid it off. I can't remember who was in, but he could have just laid it off the shot straight at Flecken. Um, but um, yeah, two sides doing pretty well this season. I think Gladbach, um I've only lost one this season. I think Freiburg are undefeated still. Yeah, Freiburg second in the league, I think, second or third, 13 points or 12 points or something. Um, so yeah. Good game of football again. Not many goals across the games that were live on on this weekend, uh, um, but all good games of football I found. Right. Um, before we sort of wrap up and stuff, have, have Sky understood the task in hand right now? Have they finally pulled their finger out, or do you think it's the events that happened last week that have put more Bundesliga football on our screens? It's because there was no other football to put on. That's the only football they could put on. Um, I think it's no not, Scottish I mean, games, no English not. games, no EFL. It's no. shit. We have, to, we have to fill the channel with summer. Might put this German football on. So I, I that's think, what it I was. Think it's awful. I really think it's awful. The treatment that Sky are giving the Bundesliga. We have gone from watching the Saturday, the, the Friday night game, the Saturday evening game guaranteed. This is before lockdown. Uh-huh. the two Sunday games and then a Spider Bundesliga game on a Monday. Five games a week of German football and now we are reduced to having to watch it on the Sky Sports One. app which you cannot even beam onto your screen even if you have a Chromecast and you might get one live one and it will more than likely be Bayern Munich. 
They're treating it like Scotland. <laughs> it's absolute disgrace. It's disgusting what Sky Sports are doing to the Bundesliga, one of the best leagues in world football for entertainment value on a game-by-game basis. Sort it out. Yeah. Do something about it. It was great having it this weekend. It was lovely. But the circumstances as to why, uh, the reason why we got it on our screens tonight um, or last night, depending on where you're watching it, um, we were able to watch a new show called Bundesliga Highlights on Sky at 7pm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's game week six. That's disgusting. Call it out, yeah. man. Yeah, and you know what gets on my nerves as well is that we have all these different Sky Sports channels and you'll have, uh, say, uh, championship game mm. on Sky Sports 1 and Sky Sports 3. Yeah. Why can't that just be on Sky Sports 1 and Bundesliga game on Sky Sports 3? Yeah. Because if you buy it on both channels. Like that, that, that covers it. That covers it. If you've got main, I'm sure you'll end up getting football on the other ones. So yeah, sort it out. It's embarrassing. It really is. Um, so rattle through the scores that happened under the doors. So Friday night, it was Werder Bremen nil, Augsburg one. And then on Saturday, when we were spoiled for choice, um, it was Frankfurt nil, Wolfsburg one. Big win for Wolfsburg that. Um, Bayern and Stuttgart live on our screens drew to a piece. Hertha and Leverkusen also drew to a piece. Leipzig, who we spoke about, they hammered, hammered Dortmund under Marco Rosa. Um, Hoffenheim, big winners at the weekend, 4-1 over Mainz. Mainz were down to 10 men and it was actually mm-hmm. nil um, until the 53rd minute. Oh, um, Frammerich missed, missed one of the worst penalties you're ever going to see in life. Dragged it about five yards wide. Horrible penalty. Shocking, shocking behaviour. Um, as we also mentioned, Schalke, no longer shit until next weekend. Um, they won 3-1 at home to Bochum. On Sunday, uh, we saw Union Berlin secure their place at the top of the league, guaranteed at the top of the league with a 1-0 win away to Köln and Freiburg and Gladbach. Um, they had a nil-nil draw. Um, this weekend, um, you've got what used to be a bottom feeder on Friday, but now it's like a half-decent side versus a bottom feeder in Mainz versus uh, Hertha Berlin. Um, Mainz, they are currently in sixth place, so they're all right. Um, on Saturday, um, the fixtures are Bayern, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Bayer Leverkusen versus Bremen. Um, you've also got Sh- uh, Dortmund versus Schalke, Augsburg versus Bayern, uh, Stuttgart versus Frankfurt, and the evening game is Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Leipzig. And Sunday's games, oh, sad, isn't it? Sad. Um, and then, I'm just laughing because it's like the Marco Rosa tour. I know. I mean, first he's got Dortmund and then Gladbach. I swear they do it on purpose. And then yeah. on <laughs> on Sunday, three games on, uh, got Union Berlin. They host Wolfsburg, uh, Bochum versus Köln, and then uh, Hoffenheim versus Freiburg. Can Union Berlin remain at the top of the table at the end of game day seven? Yes, I think they will. No. I think they beat Wolfsburg. Um, I think they beat Wolfsburg. 
I think Bayern will be Augsburg. And then I think the, the game of the weekend for me, Hoffenheim, Freiburg. I think both sides go really well. Hoffenheim, great at home, scoring goals for fun. Um, it's going to be a massive test for Freiburg. But with the players they've got going forward, I, I fancy them to, to hit Hoffenheim on the counter. I'm going to go for a Freiburg win. Yeah, uh, I fancy that as well. I think it's going to be relatively high scoring. I think it's going to be a forward tour or something like that. I think um, I think we'll be blessed with that with the presence of that game. I love I love watching it on at home. Their fans are wild. They absolutely love it. Um, Bayern when they succumb to a defeat or a run of bad games, the next team that they come across most of the time they hammer them. Augsburg were my dark horses for Europe at the beginning of the season. I just thought they'd just scrape a seventh. I thought it'd just be mad competitive. It still can happen. It's early doors. But they're going to get pumped up this weekend. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure they will. Um, but that is it. Uh, thanks for the chat. Uh, thanks for the comments. Um, feel free to subscribe. Um, just go to youtube.com forward slash MAD Sports Network. Hit the notification bell at jazz. Or please, please, please get your notifications on for the audio and also get involved in the polls and the com and the, the the questions that we put out there as well because we want to engage you guys and we want you to tell us what you want to hear when it comes to Bundesliga football. So there you go. But um from myself, Gav Matt, the boy Devo over there, um Flo might have a new manager next time they play. Um thanks a lot. Take care and gute Nacht. <laughs>